Hi, Ron here and welcome. We love that you've come to join us here and listen to a lot of our episodes. Please help us continue with this by supporting us through either joining the Barack Center at thebarackcenter.com or joining us at the Fringe Church at thefringechurch.com and sharing and donating through those sources. And once again, thank you for joining us today. Howdy, it's uh, Ron here again. Um, look, you've clicked on the link to come through because you want to know a little bit more about um, inside prison and what's going on there. So one day a week, I go and spend my day in prison talking to guys who um, are under corrective services. Um, and one of the things which has really blown me away is the knowledge I'm taking away from them. You know, people go in... Well, people think that chaplains are the guys who go in and have it all together or, or be able to guide these guys and bring them to Christ and all this stuff. But you know what? I've learned so much more from those guys than they have from me, that's for sure. It's been an absolute privilege to spend my time in prison each week. Um, and I just wanted to share a couple of the stories which um, this last week I have come across. So one young lad who was in the residential area so the residential side is is fairly large and open uh with a bundle of little like housing complexes around it so the guys have a little bit more freedom um but one of the guys was walking around with a guitar young fella um very young um but he was in there walking around for guitar now, now this is bizarre because i've never seen a guitar in prison before um but he saved up and bought it in his buy up um and he's walking around playing music just playing music walking around the yards and um i stopped him and, and had a bit of a chat now this kid was very talented he played some songs for me um unusual style and very beautiful so he uh wonderful on the guitar but he also so an acoustic guitar and he plays rap music so he does rap music to it but the rap music is very melodic and sung and not particularly spoken words kind of stuff but um it blew me away how beautiful this music was um and the music was a reflection on his life <clears throat> on the trauma and the past and the stuff he's been through um on his journey inside and what's going on and his future and what he wants to do um and it's such great talent and when he comes out he wants to embrace this work on his musical career uh, putting something out there so so working on you know, the whole thing i say all the time um what you don't transform you transmit you know um so it's that stuff where he's got all this issues and trauma and whatever and he's using it for good and transmitting it and getting it out there processing it through music which is beautiful you know I'm, I'm a big fan of music i love it i'm hopeless at it i'd love to be able to play guitar and stuff but i just can't i'm useless but <laughs> i can play the spoons that's about it but um anyway this guy you know and this is what music is about is an opportunity to, to distill your life experiences to distill those things in the world which irritate you or, or get on your back or cause problems to something which is palatable beautiful and reflective for other people to experience part or open their eyes up to what you're talking about and what you've been through this guy gets it 
and I so look forward and hope to he has a wonderful, beautiful, prosperous career on the outside of his music. I, for one, would be signing up and getting these albums. Just amazing. But anyway, that's kind of a side topic. The thing this guy, which really threw me, was he was telling me about how he'd been um, in, I think it was 14 or 15 foster homes. So never knew his mum and his dad and spent his entire life in foster care. And uh, the thing which came out of his mouth, which really blew me away, was talking about what a privileged life he'd had. What a privilege it was to be in those foster homes. He said some of them were, were wealthy, some of them were really poor, everything in between. He got bounced around a lot. He, uh, he said he never wanted for anything. He, there was always food. He was always shelter. There was always some form of comfort. There was education. Um, he got his first guitar and learned to play music through all this. Most people I know who've been through the foster care system uh, take it on as this horrific thing, this trauma they've been through. And I know you could see it was traumatic for this guy, but he's trying to take the positive and the good out of these experiences and use that to mold his future. Not focus on the negative, but develop the positive, if that makes sense, out of his situation. And, and my hat's off to anyone who could do this, particularly the guys who are inside, who are in prison uh, for the stuff they've done, you know, and they're, they're taking accountability for their actions and what they've done. They're serving their time, but they're also trying to produce something better in the future for themselves. Um, he admitted to me that, that, that his fault is, is, is women. He comes out and gets into relationships with women who with drug addiction and drug dependency and that's what usually causes him to slip so he's been in and out of prison a couple of times uh, always because of the relationships he's been in you know he, he never um, he never said sorry he never said it was because of the relationships of the women but because of himself and that relationship and his weakness towards that when, when he's in that relationship. So, but I, I, I prayed with this guy and I spent a lot of time with him and hope that his music career comes through, that he gets the chances that he needs when he comes out uh, to really flourish and shine and, and be able to carve his way through this world, which will, no doubt, it will inspire many. But the other one, in the one day I met this other guy, uh, big fellow covered with tattoos, you know, um, and he's sitting there reading in, in his cell block in one of the highest security areas. And I walked up and sit down with him and, what are you reading, mate? What are you doing? You know, and we had a good chat. And this guy has spent, I think it was 25 years in prison. Um, he's soon hopefully going to be out on parole. Um, so he was in 25 years for murder. He was young. Uh, silly and trying to be a tough man and get into the gangs and the club world and find family in you know the places where you could never find family um, find some opportunity or somewhere to belong so he did this and and got into this world and, and did something silly and, and, and took a life um, and he's paid his time but there's there's a saying you know which is um, you do your time or your time will do you and he has done his time. When he's been in there, he's got something like six degrees, which blew me away. So he's been studying the whole time. He's got um, a psychology degree, a criminology degree. Um, it was, uh, I can't remember, study of culture. Um, 
indigenous studies he's he's really thrown himself into this and said right i'm in here for 25 years i'm going to make myself a better man in this time so he's devoured and and you know took on as much knowledge as possible we're sitting there quoting um shakespeare back and forwards and um you know uh all sorts of things talking about um uh, faust and and russian literature and all sorts of things it was absolutely incredible i loved it i could have wished i could have spent all day there talking to him but this man is really trying to make something of his life and he's using wants to use his experience his time his 25 odd years he spent in there he said really he's been studying um criminology from the inside he's been studying uh these guys coming through prison um the things they're going through their mindsets all of this sort of stuff and when he comes out he really hopes to get a job or get a position where he can make impact to stop people coming through those doors to to change people's lives so they don't have to go through what he went through and and again um these stories inside of people who who kind of live bigger lives than themselves you know who who um uh, are so passionate and want to make a difference in the world and, and want to use their negative experience for the positive who um want to stop other people going through the stuff they've been through and want to change the world for the better and who are going to use their negative experiences to bring out something beautiful love that um and look there, there, there's so many guys inside who embrace what they've done who accept what they've done accept responsibility for it and are trying to move on when you come across those guys, uh, I learn so much, and I just want to sit at their feet for a while, you know, and absorb um, their knowledge and their experience and these sort of things. So, um, yeah, going into prison is an incredible privilege to to be a chaplain to go in, um, but the thing which I don't know throws many. I was talking to one of the guys who who's high up in prison chaplaincy yesterday, and and he said. Um, you know, I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say that before when I said that the incredible thing about prison chaplaincy is the amount I learn going in from the guys doing the time or have had those life experiences which have got them there. Um, but uh, love it. So uh, you want to know more? By all means, reach out. Also, this is our new um, newsletter. By all means, subscribe to it uh, if you want. Um, pass it around to other people so they can get to know Fringe a little bit better. Uh, feel free to come along to one of our services, so 40 Portwood Street at Redcliffe, 3 o'clock. We do a check-in where we talk about our week, where God's been in our week, that kind of thing. And um, at 5 o'clock, we have a service, sort of. So a service is a little bit different to what you normally think. It's more interactive, where where we want to hear your voice and your opinion, not just preach at you, but we want to go to the places you need to go and where you want to go. And, and you've got that desire and questions to follow God better. We just want to walk with you and help you. And that's what the Fringe Church is all about. So, um, you know, you can get me at ron at thefringechurch.com for email at our website, thefringechurch.com youtube we're everywhere so make contact you know you need anything you've got any questions by all means ask and we will do our best to help you um or to bring you alongside us where we can help each other all right uh love you guys 
keep doing the good work. Um, and that's it for what's going on inside this week. Uh, we'll talk. Thank you for listening to another episode. And please, don't forget to sign up to the thebarackcenter.com or thefringechurch.com and help support us so we can reach many more. Thank you again for joining us today.